0: Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle-eye, Bill Cerna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark.
1: Alright everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show, it is me, Sonny Clark, the Hardest working man in sports radio coming to you here on the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots live from HBJ Stadium. Now, this week the Raleigh Eagles will be on the visitor side as both Lakeview and the Raleigh Eagles call HBJ Stadium home. That being said, here on the pregame show, the pregame show being brought to you by The Bullitt Experience. For all your training, skills, academies, anything that you think that you might need, you can get it over at The Bullitt Experience. Plenty of training programs that you may want to try to take a look at. Maybe develop some skills, whether it be basketball, soccer, football, or volleyball the bullet experience is the place to go now the training programs they're extensive that whether it be for kids whether it be for adults whether it be for a certain uh, actual sport uh, speed power explosiveness you get it with the bullet experience Uh, the flight school you get it with the bullet experience the speed school youth training adult training all of it, right there at the Bullet Experience, located at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, and you can give Terence Bullet a direct call at 214-326. 7853. Check out The Bullet Experience and TheBulletExperience.com and their cool new website. Get it checked out. They are the sponsors of the pregame show. As we are here, it is the, it, it's hard to believe that we have gotten to this point where we are in the season. Seven games behind us with two more to go. As we even lost one of those games. So, you know, in reality, we only had six games behind us here as far as that is concerned, as that lightning cancellation of the Rockwall Kick game really, really has come back and just really, I, I, I am so upset that we haven't had, been able to have that game uh, going into it. That having been said, within District... Uh, there have been some changes there have been some movements there's been some teams that are showing up that you're not expecting and we have two more of them going on this weekend and I will tell you last week was one of those weeks that was crazy I want to go to the Lakeview Centennial Patriots were right here at Homer B. Johnson Stadium and they gave the Saxy Mustangs a run for their money as they were actually leading after the first Quarter 17 to 14, they went in the uh, halftime with a 24 to 22 lead um, and kept and maintained the lead into the third or into the third quarter. But it was the fourth quarter when the Saxy Mustangs uh, woke up. And they outscored the Lakeview Centennial Patriots 21 to 17 in order to get that victory, 49 to 38. So the Saxey Mustangs escaped the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And the interesting thing, like the, that, we gotta think about, is is that we are taking on that team that did score 38 points against right now the team that is in first place within our district so this game here they cannot overlook to get to the Saxy mustang game and that is what you've got to concentrate when they go to and they say we have to take them one at a time that's exactly what this week is all about because If the Raleigh Eagles look past this Lakeview Centennial Patriots team, their opportunity in order to win this district might just go out the window. That having been said, there was a big-time game that was... Considered an upset, especially after Wiley did what they did after the bye to the Rowland Eagles when they got the victory, 42 to 28, over at Wiley Stadium. So the Eagles drop that game coming off of the bye, which you would think that during that time they could put together a game plan, get people healthy get them ready for an important game in reality because that Wiley game for the Rowlett Eagles I don't want to call it could have been for bragging rights but when you get a new team back in your district now this team the Wiley Pirates did not play in this district and the last time they did was 2011 here we are seven years later So you need bragging rights and the Eagles were unable to do so. But the simple fact of the matter is when you looked at what Wiley did last week, they dropped the game to the Neyman Forest Rangers. And Wiley got up on top in this game in the first quarter, seven to nothing. But Neyman Forest came back and scored 14 unanswered points. In the second quarter to take the lead into halftime. And in the third quarter of this game, Wiley and Naaman Forrest, that game was played over at Williams Stadium. Uh, Both teams could not get on the board in the third frame. But Wiley scored ten points in the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough. As they, it came to a tie, and they had to go into overtime. And that's where the Neiman Forest went ahead and took the game away from the Wiley Pirates, as they were tied at seventeen after regulation. And the Neiman Forest Rangers got up and scored seven in the extra frame in order to get the victory. So an all-important victory for Neiman Forrest. We'll talk a little bit about that, because that was a big-time victory for him. Now, when you went to the other game, the North Garland taking on South Garland, uh, that game of, had North Garland getting the victory 37-7 over South Garland, and of course, we go back to our game last week, your Raleigh Eagles got a victory 52-22, to 22. and we're going to talk a little bit about that game a little bit later, um, because there is a lot to examine in that game, and we'll talk about that with the Eagle Eye, the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. I just kind of went right over that. The Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. Um, in that one. And we'll talk about that game and what it was all about. We're going to roll through the stats and everything else, but we're going to have an extended talk with Bill because the way that this district is shaping up has definitely made the last two weeks of the season right here in this district, 6A Region 2 District 10, very interesting. Now, up on top are the Saxey Mustangs within district. They are five and zero, oh, so they sit on top. Then it's followed by your Raleigh Eagles, who are four and one out on the season. But with the victory, Neiman Forest over the Wiley Pirates, the Neiman Forest Rangers have popped into third place within this district, dropping the Wiley Pirates down to fourth place with that three and two record. The Neiman Forest Rangers, the school that uh, Melvin, uh, Terrence, and Jerry all went to. I don't know, mark that. I don't know if Jerry went to them. But I do know Melvin went there. I do know Terrence went to uh, the of Forest uh, High School. So they... Are sitting in third place and we're going to talk a little bit about that football team as we move forward in fact let's do that when you look at the Neiman Forest Rangers being where they are they have the Garland Owls Thursday later on today after we get this done they hit the field against the Garland Owls in an important game for them as they move into the last game of the season and what i mean by that is is that giving the victory with that football team uh, that being the garland owls is important because when you go to the schedule and you go to the last game of the season they have the lakeview centennial patriots and when they start battling it out going to the lakeview centennial patriots then right now they are two and three they're one game behind north garland and the North Garland situation is really interesting for them as well when you look at what's going on with the Raiders we have to talk about that because their last two games are all important for them as well as they take on the Wiley Pirates. North Garland getting a victory against the Wiley Pirates would be something that would throw a complete and utter monkey wrench in the rest of the standings. And what and I'll tell you what I mean by that, but the last game of the season for the Wiley Pirates is you know, against the Garland Owls. And, and folks, unfortunately, the Garland Owls are not a very good football squad going into this season uh, so, or mark that the uh, Garland Owls are not a very good football team in the season so with them having two games against two vital opponents uh, you know, the last two weeks, it's very important because of where the standings could end up. Because when you look at it, the Routed Eagles went ahead and secured a playoff spot with their victory last week over the um, Garland Owls, moving them to 4-1 within district. Even if they drop the rest of it, the last two games of the season, they'll squeak into the playoffs. That having been said... The importance of the rest of the other teams fighting for that fourth spot are important. And another team is the South South Garland uh, Colonels. South Garland, right now they are trying to, Are mark that, the North Garland, uh, they're, they're trying to fight that battle. And then the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. The Patriots are trying to make it into the playoffs with what they got. And of course they have the Rowlett Eagles here on Friday night. Uh, so a vital it's a very vital time for that football team to get a victory because of where the Eagles are standing right now in the standings. A victory over the Raleigh Eagles here on Friday night is big. And then the big one, the last game of the season, the neiman Forest Rangers. And all of those teams are sitting right there trying to covet that number three and number four spot, quite possibly, depending on what happens with Rowlett. Now, if Rowlett loses this game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, it puts a huge amount of pressure on the Rowlett Eagles to get the win against the team that is right now in first place within district where a 5-0 record is the Saxey Mustangs. So, A loss against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots tonight will make that game, uh, the last game of the season, of course, the rivalry game of the Rowlett Eagles and the Saxe Mustangs be really all-important. Now, that having been said, the Saxe Mustangs, you know, kind of look like they might have an easy shot moving into as they are taking on South Garland, who have not won a district game so far this season. If you count that as a victory, they will move to six and zero. The Raleigh Eagles need that victory in reality here tonight or tomorrow night against the Patriots in order for them to battle for that number one spot here within district. Two losses at the end of the season will make the uh, playoffs a little bit different. But it's all about this week in reality. The eighth week of the season, even though the Raleigh Eagles have only played seven games this season, some people can argue they should have the advantage because of the fact that they have not played a full eight games. They've only played a full seven. And along with the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, who've only played seven games as well. So a lot of this is really big here as far as that's concerned going into this one. And it will, we will be definitely watching the scores on Thursday night uh, for the uh, games that are coming up as the Naaman Force Rangers do have the Garland Owls on Thursday night. And then the uh, games on Friday night play out like this. South Garland versus Saxey. we talked about it. North Garland at Wiley, we talked about it. And then, of course, your Raleigh Eagles taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. All important games here. And with one week left, it's all about positioning. Uh, big time. So we'll talk to the eagle Eye Bill Cerna about this one. This is going to be a fantastic finish here in the 2018 season of your Rowlett Eagles on the football field. Now, don't forget, folks, in December... We will have some warm-up games. We, yes, we. Sonny needs to get his cadence because he will be calling Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball. So we don't promise those games in case we can't get to them. We only promise the games from January on. But if we can get in there December, depending on when they play, where they play, and if I can get to them, we will be calling as many games in December as we possibly can. So don't forget, as soon as the season is over, Don't forget about the Rowlett Eagles Varsity Basketball Team. And Now, I usually call those solo because those games are only about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes long. And it's hard for Bill to always get to them. Um, So I handle those games solo in case he shows up. He showed up a couple of times at a couple of games. Uh, But I usually handle those games solo um, as we bring you the Rowlett Eagles Varsity Basketball Team. So December is all about getting the cadence back for basketball. Basketball And the all-important time uh, for me to get ready for the 2018-19 season of the Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball squad. Looking forward to that as well. We'll also be working in the last game of the season at halftime. I will have Jason Bush online to talk about the Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball team, what you can expect, who you can expect it from, and how they're looking going into the season and the district games now all-important out-of-district games so they can be ready to go within district or again in basketball your Raleigh Eagles will take on both teams uh, uh, twice a year once on the road once at home so all the games out there as far as district are concerned we get a double dose of them uh, and I'm looking forward to that as last year head coach Jason Bush in five years got his 100th victory he ended up with 102 in the season uh, or for his career but he got that 100th all important 100th victory as he uh, took over for Stan Blackman and if you go back into the history of the Rowlett Eagles it's about Stan Blackman it's all about their basketball and if you go back in the history of the Couch Potato Sports Show calling high school sports it goes back to Stan Blackman and he is the one who gave us permission in initially to call the games before we knew that we had to make sure that the this uh, the uh, Garland ISD knew about it. We didn't necessarily know that, um, but we called our first season. Seven season. This season coming up is going to be our eighth season calling Raleigh Eagles basketball. It's unbelievable how time has flown as we get all set. As this is our set, uh, mark that. It's our seventh season. We've called six. So this upcoming season, our seventh, this is our uh, fifth year calling uh, Raleigh. This is our sixth season, actually. Yes. Our sixth season calling. And again, uh, uh, when we go in there, it's our seventh season for basketball. Kind of hard to keep track of it, as we called lots of games. We have also even, for the first two seasons, we called a couple of uh, uh uh, baseball games as well, a couple seasons of that, as that didn't work out very well because of Internet problems and things of that sort. And now it's even harder to get in there to call uh, baseball. So I don't know if we'll ever get back into calling baseball um, as it's you know a very long season and a lot of traveling, and sometimes the games don't coincide with my schedule, which is one of the reasons why we don't necessarily call uh Baseball would love to call bass uh, would love to call a volleyball sooner or later one of these days i 'm going to take a shot and give that a whirl and try to call volleyball but i except for the fact that i kn- I know that I know the the basics of it as when I lived back in Arizona, I went to many of the um, college basketball or college volleyball matches that happened over at ASU so it was really awesome to do that so checking that out so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the game that happened last week as your Rowlett Eagles, as they took on the Garland Owls, and then we'll take a look at the stats and the stats for the team that they are facing this week in the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And then after that, we'll bring in the eagle Eye Bill Cerna as he always finishes up the pregame show with his takes and what's going on and what he sees so we'll do all that here we'll take the quick break here on the couch potato sports show we'll hear from our main sponsor of course that being the bullet experience for all your training needs your training programs whether it be for adult or youth or you need some basketball skills need to firm up on your soccer skills Football skills, or even for that matters, volleyball skills. You can come in contact with the Bullet Experience located at 8900 Preston, uh, Preston Ro- Princeton Road in Rowlett. Give uh, Terrence Bullet a call. Actually, Melvin Bullet a direct call at 214-326-7853. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. The Jerry Bullet Training Center, located just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, is the place to go for your kids to get the proper training they need for their athletic skills. Ran by the Bullet family, Jerry, Melvin, and Terrence, all professional athletes, you're sure to get the training that your kids will need for their success. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or stop by their locations from the hours of 530 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, just outside of Waterview. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek doors and floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.BuffaloCreekDoorsAndFloors.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Roulette Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Roulette. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway. Week 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. and take it for a ride check out cost Low insurance serving texans since 1981 bundle your home auto or business insurance to save a ton also insurance on the corner of main street and Raleigh road where we make insurance fun or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on yeah but is it fresh
0: Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dickie's Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great taste in barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
1: into the couch potato sports show here on the pregame show. You're Rowlett Eagles as they take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots if you were listening to it all on Thursday night like I was last Thursday. And one of the main reasons why I was listening to that is my daughter is actually on the varsity cheerleading squad of the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So I was uh, watching that game as I was driving because I picked Her up and took her home um, after that game. Uh, But as I was watching that game, it was all important because of the fact of where the standings are. And the standings for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and what has gone on. What a game. A loss for Lakeview Centennial, 49 to 38. But the Lakeview Centennial Patriots held that lead all the way to the fourth quarter. And my thinking, and we'll talk to the eagle-eyed Bill Serna, this is all important because knowing what's coming. So, a lot of film. If you've taken a look at that, the coaching staff was obviously out there uh, scouting that game. So, being ready for this game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, who have played very well so far um, this season, uh, yeah, especially that game. They did get the victory against the Garland Owls the week before that. Took the loss to Wiley, 28-16, over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Got the victory against South Garland and took a loss against the North Garland Raiders, and that was a big loss for them. 41-14 to in that game. That started out the season, and I will tell you, that game actually shocked me. I really thought that they would get the victory. Instead, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots took the loss to North Garland. We'll talk a little bit about North Garland a little bit later on the show with the uh, eagle-eyed Bill Cerna about that so that having been said the way this sets up is, is a big-time victory for the Rowlett Eagles tonight. This one is not one that Rowlett can walk in and think that they can just get that victory, especially with the performance last week from the Patriots against the Saxy Mustangs. The Rowlett Eagles need to be careful. And one of the things the Eagles also need to really watch out for as they move forward, especially in this game, is consistency and the. Fundamentals of the game. As this year, we have seen an awful lot of drops from the wide receivers from your Rowlett Eagles, whether it be weather induced or whether it be concentration induced, not having the concentration, bringing the ball in there. So Paul has been accurate with his passes. The problem is that, unfortunately, the wide receivers have had some drops. And not only drops, big drops. Big moments of games that, in reality, put the Rowlett in the uh, situation where they're kicking a field goal or getting rid of the ball or going for it on fourth down, which is something that the Rowlett Eagles do not and should not want to do. That having been said, let's go back and take a look at that game as the uh, the Raleigh Eagles who took on the Garland Owls. Actually, instead, let's do this. What we're going to do is we're going to hop over and take a look at the game that the uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots had against the Saxie Mustangs, and we're going to take a look at the numbers and the stats in that game. That all-important game um, for, in reality, it was a very important game for Saxie as as they go into the final week uh, this week obviously they have the Garland Owls. I don't think that that's going to be too much of a problem for them. That having been said then the last game of the season could be for District as the Rowlett Eagles go up against the Saxe Mustang. But the Saxey Mustang 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to clinch the playoff spot and defeat the Lakeview Centennial Patriots 49-38 to at Homer B. Johnson Stadium last Thursday as Saxe is Five and three overall, okay, and they got off to a fast start when Derrick Rose uh fifty one yard scoring run down the left side of the um, uh of the playing field and went in for the touchdown. Uh but then after that it was the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So uh it, it, they controlled the game in reality for three and a half quarter for mark that two and a half quarters uh to get going. So here's what ended up happening as far as that's concerned. Let's look at the first down. Saxey had 16 as in that fourth quarter. They got a lot of those first downs in that fourth quarter because before they got to that point, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots were ripping them in that stat. In fact, And before the fourth quarter, the Rowlett Eagles had 10. The Saxie Mustangs only had six first downs before they got into the fourth quarter. That having been said, the total yards that was put out there for the Saxie Mustangs uh, for the Lakeview Lakeview Centennial Patriots, they have 383 yards of total yards in that game. Lakeview was very impressive as well as they had 366 and most of those were passing yards. 229 of the 366 were through the air. So that is huge as they were averaging 16.4 yards per catch out on the football uh, field. Uh, my, vital interceptions in the fourth quarter also helped the Saxie in that game. But when you looked at the numbers, the rushing game was big for the uh, Saxe Mustangs because uh, out of the 383 yards they had, 279 of it were on the ground. That is something you're watching as the last game of the season and the Rowlett Eagles. You have to be very aware of what the Saxe Mustangs do, which is obviously throw the football. As they only threw for 104 yards as they were 9 of 18 in that game. So this is yet another team that runs the football. The difference in most of the teams that the Eagles have faced that are mainly rushing teams, the Saxon Mustangs do have the ability to throw the football. If you go back and take a look at the stats later on, and we'll do that next week, but if you go back and take a look at the stats, they've had some big passing games as well. So the last game, they were all about the running game, and I think that is the idea coming into this game. Against the Rowlett Eagles because that is their main point of uh, contact of getting into the end zone penalties that you know really kind of hurt Lakeview because in the fourth quarter they had five penalties up until that point, they only had two throughout the whole game. For a total of seven total flags for 55 yards, Saxey had four for 44 yards. So, uh, fumbles, also big time, lost a lot of fumbles. Two lost fumbles, and two interceptions. Lakeview Centennial Patriots should have won that football game, but they let it go, and that was the big problem, and the Saxey Mustangs did not throw the interception, and that is the big one. So, Taking a look at the numbers as the Saxony Mustangs were out there doing what they were doing. Let's talk about uh, Xavier Foreman. He was 8-12, 89 yards, one touchdown pass. Again, you talk about the numbers here. Okay, They don't do a lot through the air It is all about the rushing game As Washington, 12 rushes 85 yards and a touchdown Derrick Rose had 3 rushes For 76 yards and a touchdown Miles Nash, and we heard That name last year 16 rushes, 69 yards and a touchdown K.J. Williams 4 rushes, 43 yards and a touchdown And Foreman, 2 rushes Only 1 yard, but the one Got him the touchdown But the team that your Rowlett Eagles are going to look at on the offensive side of the ball, Jermaine Johnson was 14 to 30, threw for 229 yards, two touchdowns, but that two interceptions was the big story in that game. As the rushing game was also going, so this is the big portion of this football team. It's a very split uh, rushing and passing attack coming from. The Lakeview Centennial Patriots as a Kamar Wheaton was 21 rushes, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Also at the quarterback position, Jermaine Johnson, 10 rushes, 15 yards, he got a touchdown. And on the receiving end, it was West with six receptions, 113 yards, and one touchdown. Listen to the number, 18.8 yards per catch. Then Isaiah Escu, he had three catches for 67 yards, an average of 22.3 yards per catch. He had a touchdown. And then Isaiah Harrow, three catches, 36 yards. And Russell uh, Cowell, he had one catch, 11 yards, and then Wheaton one catch for two yards. That and all that, looking at the stats, that's the numbers coming to you at the Rowlett Eagles this Friday night as they take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Now, when you look at the numbers and you see what's going on for Rowlett, and the this year... Quite possibly more than any in years past. We've seen a very balanced attack coming from the rushing and passing game this year. Has Chase Dupal. He has completed 96 passes for 170 yards. His pass percentage is only 53%. He has passed for 1,491 yards. He's got 18 touchdowns compared to 7 interceptions. But I want to take a step back. When we talk about that, and we'll talk to uh, Bill Cerna about this, many dropped footballs out on the football field. He should have at least 120 uh, completions to the 179 that he has. Instead, he only has 96. So about 25, and and I, I kid you not, over the season, at least 25 dropped balls this season. I went back and I listened to our radio calls and It's just amazing how many balls were dropped there uh, from Chase Dupal. Now, rushing the football. This was a football team that was looking to have Chase Chauncey Amos be big time in the rushing. Now, I'm not saying that he wasn't, but he's got 91 rushes for 571 yards. He's averaging 6.3 yards a a carry, and he's got nine touchdowns. I'm just expecting that number to be bigger. He has not been able to break the big place like he did last year and the year before that as he was playing as a sophomore. Chauncey Amos was ripping and taking up a lot of yards off of that football field. This year he's not doing as much as it is, even though the numbers show 6.3 yards per carry. That is huge. So um, he is not getting those numbers, though, that I think – I expected coming into this season with a running game. Now, Chase Tupal, 52 rushes, 200 yards, 3 touchdowns. Awesome. Uh, Alex Rut in his uh, limited play, 13 rushes, 108 yards, 3 touchdowns. He will be your Rowlett Eagles varsity football uh, quarterback next season. Now, Charjay Hunt, I can't wait to see him next year as well. 22 rushes, 98 yards. Josh Expo, 13 rushes, 51 yards, two touchdowns for him. Five rushes, 28 yards uh, for Evans. King with three rushes, and he's got a yard. Now, looking at the wide receivers and the receptions out on the football team, leading the team in receptions is Jerry Evans. He's got 36 receptions, although he doesn't have the most yards. He's got 562, but he does have the most touchdowns with eight. Antonio Hall, big time on the other side. 28 receptions, just, you know, in reality, he has eight catches less than Evans, but he's got more yards, he's getting more yards uh, per catch, he's got 599 yards, an average of 21.4, Jerry Evans averaging 15.6, and Antonio Hall, seven touchdowns, so, It kind of has turned into the Antonio Hall show, but with the combination one-two punch that they have with Hall and Evans, it opens up the door for the next guy who's in line with 21 catches, 226 yards, and that's Trevon King. Chauncey Amos, also out there catching the football, 16, 73 yards. He's averaging twelve yards a catch. That's huge. Uh, Brody Seismic seven catches, thirty-two yards uh, for the. And then there's Tarwu with one catch, twelve yards. He got a touchdown. He scored that last week. And right with one catch and ten yards, he got that last week as well. So, all around the Rowland Eagles are in really good shape. There are that round team that has passing, rushing, and also they do an excellent job in special teams. So this is all set up here tonight. The Raleigh Eagles have to come to play because if they don't come to play this football game, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots will put themselves in a situation where uh, they could get themselves in the three or fourth spot as well. A loss by the Rowlett Eagles could have the Eagles sitting in third or fourth place for the first time since we've called these games, but going all the way back to the 2011 season when Wiley was back in the district, and they could change a lot of things. So look out for this one as your Rowlett Eagles uh, take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So I set it up, I got the numbers, I talked about the things that had happened for the last two games against the teams that your Rowlett Eagles face, of course, the uh, Saxey Mustangs, next week in that rivalry game, gave you a little brief preview. But what is going to happen is when I come back off a break and we hear from our sponsor, of course, that's the Bullet Experience, that... Eagle Eye Bill Cerno will be all over this one, giving you some other interesting things to think about going into the final two weeks of the regular season and where they quite possibly can be if and when, well, when the playoffs start because the Raleigh Eagles did clinch a playoff spot against the victory over the Garland Dallas this past weekend. So that having been said, you're set up. You're set up now for the best part of the show. That's the eagle Eye Bill Cerno on the other side after we hear from our main sponsor of the pregame show. Of course, that is the Bullet Experience. You can check them out at 8900. Uh... Princeton Road, just on the outside of Waterview. You can come in contact with Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 and get everything that you need to know about that program. And guys, just go over there. Check out the facility. It's a beautiful and very modern place, and they are set for volleyball and basketball. They got a great court set up just for that. Get over there and check it out. And if you need any advice as far as the skills, whether it be soccer, flag football, or anything else, them, Give them an opportunity. Check out their training facility and their programs. it will be real good for you. That's the Bullet Experience, and we thank them for their sponsorship of the pregame show. And today's episode of the Rowlett Eagles as they are taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Coming to you live from HBJ Stadium on the other side, it's the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerno. We'll be right back. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice at your rally at Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice at rally at Eagles letting you know about Baggy's Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggy's Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are, as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300, or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett.
0: Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat, and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a RE-MAX agent.
1: Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. Built in 2004,
0: this Midwestern family boasts strong foundations with sunny interiors, plus two twin-sized girls, one fixer-upper son, and one built-in bloodhound. Also comes attached with walk-in in-laws, located just around the corner perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for
1: all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. This is 7 o'clock radio voice at so your route, Equals asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend, Michael Smith, of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe burst in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation, restoring the calm after the storm. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice you're at your Rowlet Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 consultation includes a 30-minute session of laser lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. Welcome back into the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles as they're taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots as we have been absent without our next guest for a couple of weeks now. We were just unable to make the connection. Busy lives, busy things going on. But that having been said, we got on the Eagle Eye. Bill Serna, How you doing, Bill?
2: Good, Sonny. How are you?
1: and getting there. So we got to talk about this because I will tell you when I was looking at the standings, then I looked at the games that were going on this week as far as not just the Raleigh Eagles, but just within the Garland ISD and the games that are happening. you want to talk about a big game here tonight, Bill, this is the you know, at least Friday night as we're doing this a day early. But this is a big game here for the Raleigh Eagles because of some of the other games that has happened, and some of the movement that has happened so far in the standings.
2: Well, yeah, you're absolutely right, and and you know, Ralletts clinched a playoff berth, so that's that's one thing that we've gotten, so we're uh, we're set there. But uh, what what happens in this game tonight is going to make a huge factor, not only just for the, for Rowlett, but also for uh, for Lakeview Centennial.
1: Yes. Definitely, And uh, the standings over in 6A Region 2, District 10, that's the district that your Rowlett Eagles are playing later on uh, today. Your Raul, uh, the game that is going on, the Naaman Forest Rangers, who have raked up three in a row, take on the Garland Owls here tonight, uh, Thursday, when we are doing this. So that is a huge game because of the standings on where Naaman Forest is. Naaman Forest getting the victory moves them up to 4-2. and two. The Rowlett Eagles, if they do lose against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, the situation changes a little bit as the Rowlett Eagles and the Neiman Forest Rangers and the Wiley Pirates are could be all in the same boat rolling through there. Um, as Wiley is going to be taking on North Garland a little bit later, you know, the same night here, a little bit later. Um, at, well, at the same time, the Rowlett Eagles are. Uh, uh, at home, so, and that game is at Wiley. That is a huge game as far as where the standings will be as far as that's concerned there, Bill.
2: Right, and, you know, last week uh, with uh, Wiley being shocked by Naaman Forrest, um, that really put, you know, with Wiley, you just don't know what you're going to get. You know, one day, you know, they're, they're running... Uh, like crazy against Rowlett. And the next week, they're struggling against Naaman Forrest. So, you know, yes. what, which Wiley te- team's going to come out? And, and uh, you're right. If they win and, uh, you know, at, uh, Rowlett uh, uh, loses to Lakeview Centennial, you got four teams that are four and two. And <clears throat> it's kind of like a cycle because Naaman Forrest has beat Wiley. Wiley's beating us. We've beaten Naaman Forrest. So you're putting three teams in a, three, uh, a three-team three title.
1: Yeah, we lost to Wiley, so you know just craziness that is going on, and how important it. Is. Now, big one, it is going to be, uh, you know, a big game. That knowing what happens at Naaman Forest and Garland, and that game is over at Williams Stadium, that will kind of just ice where Naaman Forest will be. So we'll know a little bit more. It might might even, if Garland somehow comes back and wins that, that could throw a complete monkey wrench into the whole thing as well. Uh, going into the last game, going up against, obviously, the uh, district rivalry, the Saxy Mustangs over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium next Friday.
2: Yeah, well, and if, if uh, Rowlett wins this week, then uh, next week, that game will be for the district because uh, if uh, Rowlett beats him then we'll be tied with them in the district, but we'll have the to head-to-head, so we would win the district. If uh, yeah. Saxie wins that, then obviously is the number one seed, uh, and then uh, uh, well, that would be behind them.
1: Yep. And Saxey has South Garland this week. So, um, unfortunately for South Garland, they haven't had, had any victories within uh, districts so far. So, when you see what's going on and where this season is headed uh, for South Garland, Saxey might have an easy one. So, that just puts more pressure on the other teams that are sitting there trying to fight into the battle to try to get into the playoffs.
2: Well, you have the other six teams all kind of vying for spots, playing each other, and then you have Saxie playing South Garland, where really that one doesn't really come into effect with anybody. You know, South Garland, they're out of the playoffs. Uh, Saxie's in the playoffs, they're the number one seed. Uh, uh, You know, even if Saxie doesn't win that game, uh, there's a huge upset. They still will be um, in either first place tied with Rowlett if Rowlett wins. So, it'll once again, it'll still come down to that last week of the season. So, but, uh, uh, that game's really not going to be as factor as the other three games will be because those six teams are all kind of balancing and jockeying between each other uh, for yeah. uh, for playoffs and proceedings.
1: Yeah, we're going to see how it ends up happening in the last week of the season. Uh, if I'm, Correct me if I'm wrong. The Raleigh Eagles did go ahead and clinch a playoff berth with that victory against the Garland Dolls, correct? I mean, I am correct in thinking that, correct?
2: That, that is correct. They've, they've clinched a playoff spot. Um, whether they go in the District 1 tournament or the District 2 tournament still, uh, still has to be seen.
1: And that's the big question. So now, as we see what ended up happening, the Garland Dows was a victory for the Rowland Eagles. Not you know, not much really to talk about because really it was just a game. But more in the fact is far as far as the final score, there's not much to talk about. 52-22, a 30-point victory. But Bill, we're, we're talking about a team that really had a hard time with some of the basics, some of the, the things that you do on a regular basis. A lot of drop balls in that game, a lot of turnovers. In fact, there are uh, plenty of turnovers in that game that could have made the game interesting if uh, Garland was able to capitalize on them. That didn't happen. But that also tells you, going into this game, seeing how the Lakeview Centennial Patriots had such a good game, game against Saxy this this past week, that means Rowlett is going to have to come into this game, and they are going to have to be completely motivated and have their heads in this game because, let's just be honest, I mean, if they can put up some numbers up on the Saxy Mustangs, it shouldn't be too hard for them to put numbers up against the Rowlett Eagles if they start getting on a roll.
2: Well... With that being said, you know, I don't think the Saxy defense isn't what it, what it has been in the past. Uh, I I've, Overall, I still think Rowlett has a better defense than Saxy does. But with Lake, Lake Centennial, kind of like Wiley, you just don't know what you're going to get on a weekend uh, uh, to, yes. week, uh, to the next week basis. You know, sometimes they come out, there just smoking. And sometimes they just come out and, uh, and lay an egg. So, you know, it, it just depends on which uh, Lake D Centennial team we're going to be seeing uh uh, on Friday, and and that's what we've got to be prepared for. But, you know, at Rowlett and Lakeview Centennial have had some, some big shootouts in the last few years where, you know, we've had games. We had a game just a couple of years that went into overtime. We had a game that was uh, in the 40s between the two of them. So they've had some big shootouts with this Lakeview Centennial team. So uh, it's it's going to be a barn burner no matter what uh, what happens. I think uh, uh, both teams' uh, um, offense Will be able to put up points. It's just, its going to come down to what can, what can, what defense can make up, uh, make some big plays.
1: And we go back into what, what your the expectations are. What's going to be coming as Shamar uh, Wheaton has rushed the ball 125 yards for 809 yards and 10 touchdowns. And then you have Jermaine Johnson, who's the quarterback, rushing 56 for 231. We'll see a lot of Wildcats. He had three touchdowns as well passing 33-71, 479 yards, four touchdowns and four interceptions. I mean, it, it, it's such a lopsided thing. But at the same time, if the Rowlett Eagles are not ready defensively, Jermaine uh, Johnson, and we've seen it where teams that are, that running play and that big passing play this year has been a difference this year. So the Eagles have to be ready for anything, especially with Jermaine Johnson uh, throwing the football and then uh, quite possibly Isaiah Or uh, Zekeman West, uh, who are the uh, leading receiving um, players out there. 18 uh, catches, 380 yards, 6 touchdowns for Isaiah Harrow. And when you look at Zekeman, uh West, 25 catches, 362, three touchdowns. So the Eagles defensively can't uh, go to sleep. So my question to you is, how are they going to cover this? Are they going to do the cover, two? Are they going to just be on man-to-man? What, how do you think they're going to handle that defense? Are they going to focus in on that run? Because that's what's going to be coming at them probably 75% of the time.
2: You know what I expect to see? Why? Uh, excuse me. Rallet go to man uh, on this offense because this offense, their, their strong uh, point isn't their uh, passing game. I think where it's going to be key is on the defensive line. We've got to be able to get pressure on the quarterback if he uh, come, if he uh, steps back to throw the ball. But we've seen some of these running teams that. Throw the ball a lot more than than uh, they have all years. So, you know, we we've talked about these teams and saying, well, they're, they're majority run, majority run, and then they come out, they start throwing the ball. I mean, we saw that last uh yep um the, uh, last week with Garland. Garland had had a one touchdown reception all season, and they come out throwing the ball. So you know, I think I expect them to see man to man. I see a, a, a Rally even trying to put pressure uh, in the backfield and and uh, Just contain uh, both the, the quarterback and the running back.
1: I definitely expect to see the defense coming from the, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. How, you know? However, they didn't get the pressure on the quarterback last week against Sassy. Um, but I think that that's going to be key for them is, is to somehow get into uh, Chase Supal's head. Um, Chase Supal hasn't had a bad year. If you look at the numbers, you go, well, Sonny, what, are you blind? Yeah, you've got to watch the damn game right here in reality. A lot of drop balls whether it be because of weather, whether it be because of concentration from the wide receivers, I would be looking at the number at around 73%, 74% if he had some balls that were passed in, in good shape actually brought in. So, I, I mean, key here, I mean, for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots defense is to try to rattle uh, Chase Dupal and get him to the running game, I think.
2: Well, and, and you know, we, we look at last week's game, and, and we, we say, I mean, we look at the final numbers, and we can go, oh, man, DeBall had a great game. He had five touchdown passes in the first half. But then you yep. look at the other side of it. He had three interceptions. He really struggled running the ball. The option wasn't working very well uh, in that game. And they still scored 52 points. You know, we didn't see the Rowlette punter at all last week. I mean, obviously the, the punter is... The punter is usually Tappal, but they didn't punt once all game. So the score fifty-two points, have five turnovers, and um, and uh, no punts shows what what you know the tale of t- two tails for for T'Pol. Like I said, he had a great first half. Really struggled in the second half as a uh, you know he, he threw a couple bad balls Absolutely. and there was a couple of tip, ball, tip balls that were intercepted. So uh, you know it just. You know, DePaul's got to come out. We cannot make these type of mistakes against uh, Lakeview Centennial because they're a team that has the offense that can um, uh, convert on uh, rally mistakes. So they got to play mistake-free football.
1: Absolutely, we talked. We even talked about a couple of teams that don't have that that third down play. That's not the case that we're going to see here. We got Lakeview Centennial that can pass the ball, they can run the ball, and they also do the option. So we got a lot of things that the defense is going to have to take a look at. And they, and I think what is key is to maintain possession of the ball, catch the ball, watch the ball into your hands before you make the move. So, you know, wide receivers, because I think we're going to have a game that is going to come down to uh, both teams throwing the football, depending on how it's going to be at the end of the game, and so we, we really got to work on the basic fundamentals of football in this game. I think if we get down to that, uh, we have an opportunity, but that defense, I think, is going to be key in reality in this game, uh, uh, Bill. The rallied Eagles uh, defenders are going to have to make sure that they don't uh, draw the uh, Nicky's barbecue yellow hankies uh, playing man to man, because I agree with you. I think they're gonna play man defensively. So they're gonna that means they're gonna be on an island. They're gonna have to depend on their own skills and their own speed, which means that they cannot get involved with pass interferences down the field.
2: No, and for the most part all season, Rellett's really done good um, on the outside with uh, the man, you know, plain man. And the only game they really struggled on it was Wiley and Wiley, you know, yes. if you had Dixon, uh, uh, running back or quarterback that was ran the ball a lot. So, you know, he was a dual threat. So I think that yeah. really, uh, uh, hurt the, the secondary as they were cheating in on Dixon. And that's why they had some, uh, open, uh, uh, receivers. But you know what, I, I don't, it, this is, this is going to be a game not to, about the offense. Uh, offenses are going to put up, uh, uh you know they're going to they're going to get their yards it's going to come down to which defense is going to step up
1: absolutely as a huge a huge game uh, here because the loss really affects where they are and then if the cookie crumbles a little bit differently we could be taking a look at a total different area where the Eagles could end up in third place in this uh, uh, district if, if things go completely bad for them and go in uh, positive for either Wiley and or Neiman Forrest so, because right now it looks like it's Neiman Forrest, Wiley, Rowlett and the Saxy Mustangs in the Top four for the playoff spots right now, but you know, on the outside looking in, you're going you have some teams that if they win two in a row with the other ways uh, going around, it's gonna be huge. It, that could, that could even be Lakeview Centennial with a victory against the Roulette. And when you look at and you, when you look at Lakeview Centennial and where they are. Yeah, you know, the running team and a passing team you got both of them headed your way so the eagles are going to have to stop that um and if they are unsuccessful the last game of the season are the name of forest rangers that's going to be a hell of a game if it ends up that way and then you want to talk about some pressure on ralette to beat saxy that's going to be huge there
2: yeah you're absolutely right and, and uh you know, we've talked about the defenses. One thing we haven't really mentioned about is, uh, uh, you know, at the special teams. You know, Raleigh has yes. uh, some of the best uh, uh, kick pressure that I've seen with any team. Uh, every game, they're close All to, long to long. blocking balls. Um, so, you know, it, it's something that comes down to that. But uh, you're right. If, if Raleigh doesn't pull this out uh, on Friday night, uh, then it just, uh, it just, they can go anywhere from second place to fourth place.
1: Yes. And that, that'll be one of those things where we'll be watching it. They'll, this one's going to be an exciting one. This one's going to be obviously the game in front of you is the most important each and every week. But a little bit more this week, there's a lot of pressure on the Rowland Eagles to show up and and get the job done. And I think they will. I you know I've I've watched the the uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots a couple of times. I've seen how the defense, if it is not really up and going, uh, how they can take advantage of the defense. As I was. Out there for a couple of games this year, so uh, real interesting stuff. Uh, what are you expecting? You're, you know, just uh, given overall, I I kind of have the Eagles winning this game, but they have to play mistake free, and they're going to have to make sure that they watch the ball in their hands. I think.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I think. I think uh, it's going to be a shootout. Like I mentioned before, I think. Uh, <laughs> The team that wins is going to uh, score in the 40s, and I think the team that loses is going to score in the 30s. It's going to be a a high-scoring game, and I think it's going to come down to uh, uh, who limits the mistakes made during the game.
1: Yep, and uh, it would be interesting. You always want to be that fly on the wall and what they were talking about in practices and during the game last week and things of that sort. Uh, Coach Stevens going to have to get his guys ready. This one's going to be a good one. It's Friday night as your Raleigh Eagles are taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots right over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. They will be on the visitor side. They won't be on the home side as that is the home game for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So, that's going to do it for us here in the pregame show. So, for the Eagle Eye, Bill Stern, I'm Sonny Clark. Bill, this one's going to be a good one. Let's have some fun.
2: Absolutely. Like always.
1: Definitely. So, we're out of here, everybody. We'll talk to you on Friday night. We're out of here. Take care. Bye-bye.